You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikena Okeke and be blessed. If you come with me to John chapter 1, I'll read a few verses. I'll read one and I will jump and then I'll read 10 to 13. I'd like you to read together with me. In the beginning, are we ready? In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. Come with me to 10. It says, he was in the world. And the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. This morning, I want us to meditate on the theme, born of God. Let me say born of God. Born of God. We are aware that God is the creator. God is the maker. He's the one who has fashioned all things, everything that there is. From what we read, it says, without God, without him, there was nothing made that was made. Nothing. Everything we see, everything that exists was made by God. So God rightfully is the creator of all things. Praise the Lord. However, amongst his creation, some persons have been given a special privilege. And that is what verse 12 says. As many as received him... Out of this is creation, he gave them the right. He permitted them. He gave them the visa. He gave them the statutory power to proclaim themselves, to carry themselves about as children of God. And 13 went further and said, these people are not people that were just born by DNA transference, by seed meeting with egg and in all of that. No, he said, these ones were born, but... By the will of God. If you come with me to John chapter 3, we read a few scriptures there as well. And verse 1 says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do the signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. For which, verse 4 says, Nicodemus replied and said, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter 
the kingdom of God. I read it again. It says, most assuredly, King James will say, verily, verily, I say unto you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Six, now, this is why, this is why it is so. It says, because that which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Praise the Lord. Our Lord Jesus is making a statement here. He's saying origin would determine destination. Origin would determine destination. That which is born of the flesh will continue to be what? It can be taller flesh. It can be fatter flesh. It can be educated flesh. It can be enlightened flesh. It can be privileged flesh. But that which is born of flesh will do what? Will continually be flesh. Why? Because its origin, its birth is flesh. And then he says, but that which is born of spirit will also continue to be spirit. It could be stunted spirit. It could be spirit that is carnal. It could be spirit that does not know his left from his right. But that which is born of spirit, it will be spirit. Now, he said this and he said, verily, verily, unless it is so, you cannot enter. What does that mean? People of God is a thing that we can take for granted. But with the things that are happening in our time, it's obvious that we shouldn't take some of these things for granted. Because that's why I believe the apostle Peter says, giving all diligence, it says, we go back to these things, you know, giving all the, add to your faith, virtue. He say, if these things are yours and are bound, you neither be unfruitful nor barren in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus can be a beautiful story told. Jesus can be a beautiful drama acted out during Christmas, during Easter. You know, Jesus can be some, you know, nice name you associate with. Nobody would deny it. The name Jesus is even sweet to the mouth. Just saying Jesus is sweet. And in our time now, even the word born again is sweet. But then understanding what this is about and having a full grasp is essential for your safety and my safety. Praise the Lord, somebody. So our Lord Jesus was saying here, he said to Nicodemus, Nicodemus, now we must understand who Nicodemus was. Nicodemus was a ruler, a teacher of the Jews. Nicodemus had no family problems. He had no financial problems. He had no academic. He was an accomplished man. He was a man who was even able to discern because he made a statement. He said, no one can do these things that you do unless what? God is with him. He was a man that was a court above the rest. Yet for Nicodemus, Jesus said, you must be what? Born again. You must be born again. That helps you to begin to comprehend how important this is. Now, this born again, please let's not misunderstand it. I've said it here that born again is interesting. It's an act that starts at a point. But that point does not guarantee throughout. Because listen to what our Lord Jesus said in verse 3. He says, unless one is born again, what? He cannot see. Now, the question you want to begin to ask yourself is this. Do I see the kingdom? Do I see the kingdom? How many of us know that when babies are born, they are born blind? They don't see. You know that? Uh-huh. But after some time, but you don't call a baby that is born not seeing blind. Because you don't expect the baby to see immediately. Praise the Lord. Besides, what would the baby have been seeing in the mother's womb? There was nothing to see. Praise the Lord. But when it's time to begin to need to see, what happens? 
the eyes begin to open. He begins to see the mother's face, the father's face, and begins to make identification. So, Jesus is saying, you're born again, and the evidence or the necessity, all of them tied together, just permit me to use each one, is that you see the kingdom. That you see the kingdom. You see the kingdom. Why is it important to see? I can remember many years ago, I don't know whether one of us here were learning how to swim. And um, I can't remember what happened, but I think he couldn't see again. And this, you know, amateur swimmer started navigating towards the deep end, thinking that he was going to find safety. You know, we don't know what happened, but thank God everybody was saved and everybody came out right. You see, because when you don't see, when you can't see, you don't know which direction you're going. You'll be hurting yourself. You'll be harming yourself. You think you're going somewhere, but you're actually going to the wrong place. So Jesus said, it is essential that you be born again so you can see the kingdom now seeing the kingdom helps you to know where you're going it helps you to know where you're not going it helps you to know how far you have come it helps you to be encouraged in the journey it helps you not to be discouraged the bible tells us hebrews 12 2 it says looking unto what jesus the author and the finisher of our faith who what for the joy he could see for the joy he could see for the joy he could see. The born again Christian sees. Say the born again Christian sees. Yes, he sees. He sees. But let's step back a bit. Let's see why Jesus makes this statement. He makes this statement because, you know, in law, there's something that is called local standard. Local standard. He says you are in court. You see, you can be in court, you know, aggrieved and eager to address the judge. And, uh, you know, to get judgment against, you know, your offender. But the lawyer for the person who offended you can bring one argument. And all that argument will stand to prove is that you have no local standard. You are not even in court. And if you're a layman, you'll be wondering, judge, I'm here. But by the time the lawyer makes the submission, it will be as if you don't exist. Why? Because that court does not recognize you. That court does not recognize your presence. So physically, you are in court, but legally, you did not appear. You are not even there. They can't hear you. You're like a man shielded. You're existing. You're making noise. But they can't hear you. Why? Because it has been proven that you have what? No local standard in this case. Now, the same thing is what Jesus is saying. Our Lord Jesus is saying, unless you're even born again, okay, you can't see. So, seeing is secondary to being born. Praise the Lord, somebody. Seeing is secondary to being born. Why is that very important? Because some people jump to think they see without being born. And I trust we'll have enough time to get understanding of that. Some people jump to seeing, to imagining. This is what it is, without being born. But you see, the birth is too important. And that's why we were told in John 1, 12, 13. It says these are people who were given the right. They were given the right. They didn't take it upon themselves. Something happened and they conferred on them. And verse 13 of John 1 begins to say, it says this was something that was accomplished, not of the will of man. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says today I'm now going to be born of God. No, it's a transaction that originates from heaven. It's something that the Holy Spirit himself originates and by the ministry of the word of God 
accomplishes in the heart of a man. And when that happens, I think it was Peter that was telling him, he said, being born again of the incorruptible word of God. When that happens, there is an impregnating of your spirit man with the word of God and something comes alive in you. When that happens, automatically you are born to the spirit world. You become born again. You become somebody who is now conscious. You become a legal citizen of the spirit world. You're no longer just existing, praise the Lord. You're no longer just the son. You become a citizen of heaven. Now, that is very important. Why? Because origin will influence destination. Origin will determine where you go. I remember growing up, we had a dog. And we had just seen the movie Lassie. How many of you remember that movie Lassie? You know, and we had this dog, and uh, we named the dog Lassie, and then we tried to treat this dog, you know, as Lassie. But you see, the pedigree of the dog was not Lassie-like. You see, born a cookie, you can't change a cookie to Lassie. No, you can't. You know, we did all of that. It did its best, you know, but then, you know, we didn't get to Lassie. Why? Because the pedigree of the dog, the birth of the dog, restricted, restrained its destination. Praise the Lord. So the birth of God in the man, in a man, is what frees him to be able to become like God. The Bible says, we learned on Friday for those of us who were there. You see, the Bible says, let us make man in our image, isn't it? According to our likeness. Okay, and he said, let them have what? Dominion. So God makes man, and man is made in the image of God. And then the next step is that man should grow in the likeness of God. And as man grows in the likeness of God, man begins to exercise what? The dominion of God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Now, we have, unfortunately, a situation where men are made in the image of God. Okay, praise the Lord. But they don't like the part of the likeness of God. So, you know what they do? They are made in the image of God. They look at the likeness one. It's too restricting. It's too restrictive. They call it old school. They call it SU. They call it all kinds of things. And they jump the likeness part. And they land on what? The dominion part. The problem with that is this. Because they have jumped the likeness, they may exercise a dominion, but that dominion is an illegal dominion. It's a dominion from the pit of hell. It's the same kind of dominion that Satan had exercised. So you do not be surprised when you see people who do not have the likeness of God exercising some form of dominion. They are illegal oppressions. But the thing about the legal oppression is that it will last. The thing about the illegal one is that it will run out. Somebody say amen. So this is the way it operates. Now Lord Jesus Christ said it's essential you're born. Now what does birth confer on you? You see birth confers on you some untaught things. Some things become part of you. You know you watch a child, you know the father and then you see the child if the father walks like this. Then before you know it, the child is six years, the child is walking like this. He never practiced it. But when he was born, what happened? It was put inside of him. It becomes an untaught, 
instinctive anything in the child. And as the child grows, the only thing that happens is that he or she begins to do what? To unfold that thing that was put inside of him. Now, the same way when you're born of the Spirit, when you're born of God, the life of God, the nature of God is embedded inside of you. Now, you may not the next day you get born again, become exactly or begin to ex behave exactly like God. But can I tell you something? The moment you are born, everything, every character, what they call the DNA, okay, your, your record will carry every nature of God. It will carry everything that God is inside of you. It will be existing in you. Praise the Lord, somebody. You see, you carry all of that by reason of birth. Praise the Lord. Now, the one that is not born can also learn some things. I'm, I'm trying to explain so many things because of time. The one that is not born can also acquire some things from the environment, from looking around. The person comes to church and notice that when on Sundays, church ladies wear long skirts. So on Sunday, she will wear a long skirt. She's observing that. You know, the person comes to church and notice that on Sundays, you know, church husbands are nice to their wives. So they are nice to their wives. But the difference is that on Monday, that person that is copying the behavior where there is no pastor, there is no brother, there is no usher, will beat the wife very well. Because you see, he has no opportunity, he has not gone home with anybody to lend that. But all the lend ones, they lend it. But you see, when it is born inside of you, Praise the Lord, somebody. You also observe the external, but inside of you, there is what they call a witness. Inside of you, the nature is in there. So nobody's looking, but you are looking. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Because why am I looking at this? There are many people that are copying you know, the behavior of children of God that are not born of God. And I, I remember a few months ago, or maybe it was last day, I preached a sermon here, and if, if it wasn't a sermon, it was like an announcement. The Lord said, come and tell them that many people who think they're going to heaven are not going. Many people who think that, and it's not my words, because it's the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says the gate that leads to destruction is wide, and there are many more teachers that find it. But the gate that leads to life is what? He said it's narrow and few there be that find it. That's the word of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now I understand that some preachers are preaching now that it's very difficult to go to hell. It depends. Maybe they have their own heaven and their own hell. But even our friend Trump has said that hell has no immigration policy. It has no fence. Its borders are completely what? Open. But he said America must have walls. Anything that is beautiful is what? Is protected. Is protected. Anything that is beautiful is shielded. There are controls. Okay, so heaven is not going to be a walkover. Praise the Lord. Because, listen to me, when you read the scriptures, and I beg us here in this church, please, read the gospels, read the words of Christ, ask the Holy Spirit, let this thing that Jesus, the Bible says, God, who at various times in diverse manners, spoke to the fathers by the prophets, has in this last day's one, spoken to us by his son. The thing Jesus took time to say, Papa, the creator of the heavens and the earth, what he said. You're now comparing it to what a man said. 
and you're ignoring what he said to take what a man said. He said, this is the standard. Jesus said, unless your righteousness and seeks that of the Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom. Not the preacher. So we call people Pharisees and we mock them. We say this person is a Pharisee. But Jesus is saying, yes, laugh at them because they have the copy. They don't have the original. But you, because you're a son, you will exceed even the copy. So the Pharisee is not derided because he observes the laws of God. He's derided because he's not born. He's faking it. But you that are born, it's inside of you and you grow in it. You mature in it. You develop in it. Praise the Lord somebody. So this born of God begins to tell us that God is doing something and the way he does it is first by birth. And this birth is what puts inside of you. The instinctive, I can't even describe this. But let me tell you a bit of what it is. Let me just try and, you know, capture it in some words that someone may be able to get. You see, now when a man is born of God, what happens is this. What is inside of him changes. His height may not change. His language may not change, but what is inside of him changes. Now, that thing inside of him, that's what the Bible says. He that is in Christ is what? A new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, what? All things have become what? New. It means this person came in one way, but something has changed inside of him. Now, preacher, are you saying that automatically Mr. A will be transformed? No. I'm saying automatically. His innate nature, his nature changes. His acts by reason of old practice might still be the same. But as time goes on, praise the Lord. What is inside of him will begin to do what? Show on his outside. Now, that is what implies then, brethren, that how do I know that I'm born again? Not that I can sing. Not that I can preach. How many of us have watched movies of, you know, pastors and different things? Don't you see them preach? Praise the Lord. Don't you see there's a Washington actor's preacher? You know? You see, all those things you can learn. But how do I know I'm born again? When has my nature changed? Do I have a yesterday? Do I have a yesterday? Helen Bela sang a song, you know, many years ago. And I, I heard that song as a, a young Christian. It helped. It said, look a little closer. It says, I'm not the one I used to be. Does it mean her face changed? No. Does it mean she added weight on? No. It means that the Helen Belo you knew before had a father. But this Helen Belo now has what? A new father. Something inside of me has changed. And because that thing has changed, I will not behave like I used to do what? Behave. I have been born of God. And brethren, this witness must first be original to you. And then you know what? Your wife will know. Do you know what? Even your enemies will know. Your family will know. Praise the Lord. Everybody will know. Your money will also know. Oh yes. In today's world, your phone will know. Your television will know. Ah yes, 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 yes. They will know. They will know that something has happened. They will know that something has happened. But is, is that all that there is to it? No. That's just the beginning. Come with me to John chapter 8, please. 
in John chapter 8, from verse 31, our Lord Jesus spoke. He says, then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him. Note that word. Jesus said to the Jews who did what? Who believed in him. What did he say to them? You have arrived. Is that what he said? No, that's not what he said. I want you to look at the screen. He said to the Jews who believed in me. Now, if, the word if means what? Conditional. Let's read what it says. What? If you abide in my, you are my disciples indeed. That word abide, we can replace it with if you follow, if you continue. You can also say if you grow, if you obey my word, you are my disciples indeed. So the believing is what they told us in John 1, 12 and 13. It is the beginning. When I believe in him, the next thing that happens is that my appetite changes. Praise the Lord. My appetite changes. What happens to my appetite? Let me tell you what happens. The Bible says, as newborn babes, what? Desire what? The sincere milk of the world that you may grow thereby. When I believe in him, I will do what? Desire his word. If I believe in him and don't desire his word, I will die of starvation. Are you with me? But somebody also, for the reason of acting a part and gifted, the Bible says the gifts and callings of God are without what? Repentance. For the purpose of acting a part, presenting a front, can without believing in him, study his word. Have you met Muslims who quoted the scriptures to you to defend Islam? Did they read the word that they believed in it? No, they're ready for argument. In fact, the apostle Paul says, even some, Preach Christ out of strife that they might add affliction to my chains, hoping that by being in prison as they preach. You see, the word is there, but there is a difference. Our Lord Jesus continues. So let's go to the next verse. It says, If you continue, you're my disciples indeed. And what will now happen? Verse 32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall do what? Make you free. Now, interesting. Free from what? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Free from what? Jesus here was speaking to the Jews, and the Jews immediately took it up. They said to Jesus, we are Abraham's descendants, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you'll be made free? At this time, remember they were in bondage to the Roman government. You see, the level of blindness where somebody's blind and doesn't know he's blind, that one is the real blindness. So at this time, they were being governed by Pilate. I get in what I'm saying. But here they're saying they've never been in bondage. Anyway, 34. Jesus answered and said to them what? Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is what? A slave of sin. So you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Free from what? You're not hearing me now. Preach with me. Free from what? It's not popular but it's true. The evidence of salvation is liberty not to sin. The evidence that have been born of God, the Bible says, he that is born of God overcomes the world. The evidence of continuing in his word after being born is that the power, the attraction, the control of sin is what? broken off my life you shall know the truth and what will happen the truth shall 
make you free. The way it is is this. For some reason you're here and you know maybe the service is over. You forgot your bag. You went out. By the time you come back, all the lights are turned off. And you're trying to you know, imagine where your bag is. You stumble through, you run into something, somebody dropped a shoe, somebody dropped a bag. You stumble through it to get to your bag. But when you finally maybe get a bag and you leave, and they turn on the lights in the house, will you stumble again? Because you can now see where everything was kept. So what happens? What You do what? You jump and you pass. You jump and you pass. What has happened? You have seen. Now, seen is what we do. The Bible calls in the works of what? Darkness. When light comes, there's illumination. I was so encouraged during the week. I had this young man. I've told us about him here before. He was in church. I don't think he was in the father's church for up to two years. About a, uh, under two years. And he was, you know, just sharing with me. He didn't know how much of a blessing he was to me. But he was just sharing. He said, anybody who has been under your ministration cannot fit into most places. He doesn't live in Abuja again. He said, when I left here, I couldn't imagine myself as a married man cheating on my wife. He said, anybody who comes to the father's church, this guy came here a drunkard, having accidents. He said, his friends still can't understand. He said, pastor, the way my wife thanks God for you, because she's the greatest beneficiary. No, you see. And as he was saying it, I was just looking. I, I couldn't, I was just listening. Because you know, the Bible says you don't testify of yourself. He said, anybody who has been under this ministration cannot fit in anywhere. He says he can't even think about, he said his friends wonder what has happened to him. What has happened to him is that he's been born of what? Of God. He's been born of God. He's not acting. Praise the Lord. This thing we're doing is not a joke. When the word of God encounters a man, there is transformation from inside. Every single thing about you becomes new. It becomes new. So these Jews were arguing with Jesus. And Jesus said to them, listen. Anyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. Anyone. Somebody will say Jesus didn't know what grace was, right? At your own risk. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. 36, therefore, remember, if the son makes you free, that's where I'm going. Because I want today for some people to be set free. Listen, don't let shame keep you bound. You must be born again. And if you never got it, you get it right today. The things that are at stake are too many. What is at stake is too much. Too much. Some people are like that, my dog. You know, they are not lassie, but we have tried. We did our best, but it couldn't become lassie because it was not the pedigree. Praise the Lord, somebody. 37. 37 says, I know that you're Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I've seen with my father, and you do what you have seen with your father. Then Jesus answered and said, then they answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Now look at this. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, what will happen? You will do the works of, what's he saying here again? Evidence of birth is what I do. Evidence of birth is not what I say. 
If you were Abraham's children, how will I know? You would do the works. Already they were saying they are Abraham's children. There's a place for confession at the start of the journey. Are you hearing me? But the Bible says, work out what? Work out, work out your salvation. Work out. I'm Abraham's child. Jesus said, you're lying. If you Abraham's children, you'll be doing the works of Abraham. And the conversation continued. It gets more interesting. He says, but now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Brethren, will he be insulting if someone pointed at you, you know, bluntly and said, you do the deeds of your father, how will you feel? Will you call it an insult or will you call it an honor? It depends on what you were doing. Somebody is shouting, no, no. It depends on what you are doing, man. It depends on what you are doing, sir. There are some things that you will do and they say you're the son of your father, you'll be balancing. There are some things that you do, they say you're the son of your father. Say, stop insulting me. It depends on what you're doing. He said, you do the deeds of your father. Now, look at the deeds of your father. These people immediately knew where he was going. Then they said to him, we are not born of fornication. We have one father, God. They were speaking to God, though. He said, that's the danger about this speaking thing. They were speaking to God, and God was telling them, you have a problem. They were saying to God, you are the one who has a problem. Jesus said to them, verse 42, if God were your father, number one, what will happen? You will love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Verse 43 says, why do you not understand my speech? Because you're not able to do what? To listen to my word. Birth will also determine language. It says you are not able, not you can hear. Some people, when they hear the true gospel, it offends them. You know why? They have not been born of this God. They want to hear something that tickles them. Come on, come on, come on. He said, you're not able to hear my words. The nature is not in you. I don't understand why white men can't dance. Is there an instrumentalist? Eh? No matter how, you know, balance the rhythm is. I got me to ya. Oh yeah, quiet, help me. You bring a white man. They are not able to respond to rhythm because they are oyibo. Jesus said, you can't understand me. Your birth, your birth limits you. Now, why is that so, people of God? Can I have two people? Please, two people quickly. Two people come out. So, let's assume this is their origin. If I say, advance forward. Now, assuming there was a prize forward who will get it stop please who will get it simple the one who was standing where he should stand forward for the person standing right takes you to the promise forward for the person standing wrong takes you further from the promise it matters where you're standing it matters it's forward is not forward for everybody it's not forward. So Jesus said to them, you, you can't understand me. You're standing in the wrong place. When I say for the person standing wrong, forward actually for him is backwards. And many persons have come into Christianity standing wrongly. 
So what should encourage them discourages them? What should discourage them encourages them? Let me tell you. For every genuine born again Christian, if I can't repent of a sin privately, if they catch me and they expose me, is the love of God. I've sang it for us here that repentance is not a bad thing. Repentance is what leads you to God. That what? Forgiveness will come. Reconciliation will come. And then times of what? But you see, your house boy who is a thief is not looking for reconciliation with you. He's looking for escape to his village in Kotonu. You know why? He was never a son. But if your son offends you, anywhere he is, the best thing that can happen to him is that somebody takes him by the hand. Please, quickly, I need a, some, somebody takes him by the hand. He's stolen from you. He has embarrassed you. But there is nothing in his heart like for somebody to be able to take him and bring him back to the father. The difference is that this one is a son. The heart of the son yearns for the father. But the heart of the slave, of the one not born, is seeking escape. Is keeping cover. Is, keeping, is looking for shield. Hide me. Honor me. Yet I've seen yet honor me. You know, strengthen me in my iniquity. Let nobody find out. You know why? Because he's a bastard. But a son's greatest desire, because he came from the father, wants to go back to the father. And whatever will take him to the father is a blessing. Many people are not born of God. Many people are not born of God. They have learned of God. They have copied. They have practiced. They have mimicked. I always use this illustration. When we came into Abuja, you know, newly, we used to go to Sheraton a lot. There were a few places to go to. When you go to Sheraton, you see two people, two, maybe a lady and a gentleman, and one keyboardist, one guitarist, and one drummer, and they're singing at the lounge. And when they're singing, the whole atmosphere will be filled with beautiful music, sweet tunes, that if you were in a hurry, you'll be slowing down to enjoy what they're singing. Now, put those same two people in church with keyboardists, the same type of keyboard, guitar and drum, and they're singing. You won't hear anything. Do you know why? When they're singing in the club, God is not resisting them. What they sing is what you hear. When they begin to sing in church, they want to glorify God. The opposition, the devil, the adversary will see that the keyboard does quick, 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 quick. The drum does something. The one singing, the voice will go somehow. It is never the same. The devil supports those that are in sin. Are you getting me? I told us here, this is one big match. God is on his side. The enemy is on his side. Anybody that decides to play for the devil, there will be no resistance. Somebody is asking questions, but why? This is why. The enemy, have you forgotten that the enemy said to Jesus, if you fall down and worship me, what will I do? Will I fight you? I will give you the kingdoms of this world 
and all his glory. All I just need you to do is to turn from God. So you must be careful what you call evidence. Are you listening to me? You must be careful what you call evidence. And that's why you have to be born of the spirit. Because a man who is born of the spirit does not judge by physical. You must be born of the spirit. You, you can't look at a man. You can't look at a person and say, God, how do you know who God has blessed? Unless the Bible says we compare spiritual things with what? With spiritual. It says deep calls unto what? Deep. That's the way it plays. So Jesus continues with this conversation and said to them, you don't understand me because we are coming from different directions. But look at 44. Everybody, let's read 44. He said, you have your father, the devil, and the desires of your father, you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. Let, let me use a small illustration to help you. I remember, I think I must have told us this story once. One time, I can't remember a particular course we did in school. I can't remember. I studied, studied, studied. But there, there was this particular formula that was giving me problems. And I had friends, you know, who we call obogues, you know. People who had decided they decided they would go. So some of these people actually had notebooks, complete notebooks with them. I decided to just take one small piece of paper, just the formula. Not the whole thing. So, exam began. When it got to the point where I needed the formula, it was in my pocket. The invigilator was not there. If you see the sweat, <laughs> the thing was just dropped as if I was bathing. <laughs> Meanwhile, I looked to my left. Somebody has opened the two pages. <laughs> and it's, it's actually going from index to find the... <laughs> the other person has opened... <laughs> Me, I was there, just small paper, just to help me. Yeah? Deoxyribonucleic acid. I was just looking for what? I could not bring it. That's how I was sweating. That day I had respect for people. You see, you see, listen. If you are not a complete obuoge, don't try doing expo. No, it does not work for those. You studied and studied. It's better you get 60%. The person who has not studied, there's one that will call him, excuse me, sir, he has the paper. He'll be asking the man, looking into his eyes. By the time he calls the man three times, the man won't come to his side. He'll now balance. <laughs> you see? But, but, but that, he is of his father. He's operating from his strong point. You are jumping ship. Amateur. Do you understand what I'm saying? He, he said to them, he said, listen, listen. You're, you're, he said, when the devil lies, uh, have you met some liars that confuse you? They lie to you and you almost want to tell yourself, I'm the liar. <laughs> have, you, have you met some of them? I, I don't understand. You see, if, if, if a normal person wanted to lie, maybe he went to Wuse too, you know. And then you are asking him, you say he went to zone six. We'll say that, Steve, we'll say, we'll say. But a complete liar will tell you that he's just arriving from Kafanchan. And you know that they blocked the road to Kafanchan. He said, I say you've not heard that when you get to the road, they open when they see your face. Jesus was saying something here. He said, your behavior is natural. That's dangerous. He said, your behavior is what? Natural. Now, that natural is what I want to change for somebody today. Let godliness become what? 
natural to you. He said you of your father the devil. Now look at it. And the desires of your father you want to do. Let me try and begin to round up because it's a long service. How do I know I'm born again? Let me tell you. Your fear is not being caught in sin. Your worry is not being caught. You don't want to desire it. It doesn't come up. You desire only to please God. One preacher calls it your wanter. That's what you want has changed. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. And what will we do? Now, you can look at that, that I delight myself in the Lord. He will give me what I want. But a level is, I delight myself in the Lord. He will give me what to desire. Now, the psalmist says, I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. That's a desire. That's a desire. You come to church and your heart is yearning. And what's he yearning for? I want to be like you. Without knowing it, every cell in your body wants to look like your father. Do you know that? Without any extra effort, everything inside of you. You know, you see some children and you think they don't look like their father. By the time you see the picture of their father when he was 40 years and see their picture, of, you see that everything has copied that picture. It's a natural thing. The same way when you are born again, as time goes, you invariably, without being able to help yourself, will be changing. The Bible says we all beholding as in a mirror. Oh, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image. As from what? Glory to glory to glory. That's what happens when you're born again. Every day, something inside of you, the anger, the, the countenance of God takes over. The patience of God takes over. The love of God, you don't start off with it manifesting it. But as time goes on, because you are born of God, it begins to come out. You can't keep it back. You can't keep it back. And that's the only thing that assures you that you will enter. Because he said unless you're born of water and spirit, you cannot enter. Heaven's doors, they don't knock on it. Say, Pastor Iken, I told you. My wife looks like her family members. I look like we have, you know, strong resemblance. When I go to my brother's house, no matter the new megad he has, they open the door for me. When I arrive at my brother's house, they don't know the car. They don't, but once they look, they open the door. Heaven, when they look. You don't tell the angels, look at me, I'm born again. No. When they look at you, they'll see the nature. They'll see Jesus. Let's rise on our feet. I, I, want to, I want to pray for the grace, for the spirit of humility for everyone here. Some person needs to be born of God. You may have been born again. But some person needs to change that thing inside. Listen to me. God is my witness. And I'm not trying to scare you. But you need to get this right. 
You need to get this right. Don't continue one day by being associated with church. Don't continue one day because you can learn the ropes, but the nature. Jesus said he would say to some people who walked miracles in his name, who healed the sick in his name, who prophesied in his name. What will he tell them? He said, depart from me. I never knew you. The word no in the Bible carries different connotations. Some no means intercourse. So that no could also mean I never saw to your birth. You may have carried the axe that my children should carry, but I never saw to your birth. Jesus is here today. And somebody needs to make things right. Somebody needs to make things right. You don't need anybody to push you. And I'm not going to ask anybody to close their eyes. I want to be born of God. I want to be sure. I'm not too sure, but today makes it my day. Lord, come and birth that thing inside of me. Change my innermost being so that wherever and whenever I'm shaking, there'll be a witness that this one is born of God. Anywhere you are, I want you to raise that hand quickly. Raise it. God bless you. Anywhere you are, please. Raise it, raise it, raise it, raise it, raise it, raise it. Today, today, I'm begging you, please. This is not the normal altar call for those who maybe may not understand. This is for those who have heard. You're saying, preacher, I want my nature to be changed. Listen, I'm not talking of willpower. I'm not talking of change by association. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm asking, check inside of you. Are you born of God? What is your desire? Are you hiding to do evil? Are you struggling with, right? Is it a delight for you? The psalmist said, I was glad when they said to me, let us do what? Go into the house. Why? Because that's home. That's home. Some of us struggle. We struggle. We struggle. We struggle. But you don't struggle with the things of the world. And you say, well, that one is boring. No. What is boring to you is dependent on the direction you're coming from. If you're coming from being born of God, you can be in the place where the psalmist will say, As the deer pants for the waters, so my soul longs after you. The apostle Paul says, I've made up my mind. I'm ready to be beaten. I'm ready to be crucified. Whatever it is, for the sake of Jesus Christ, my Lord. It is about birth. Child of God is a place of safety. You're raising that hand then. Please come, let me pray with you. It doesn't matter if you've been coming to church. I'm making this clear, please. For the counselors, some of them may have, you know, physically done this. But today, you're coming for a change of nature. 
you heard this word you know something inside of you has been smart what I'm praying today is that this is not about smartness it's, it's not about smartness no no that's not what we are talking about it's not about being caught it's the, it's, the, it's the people who don't understand it that deal with the issues of being caught they caught me they didn't catch me no it is my nature the Bible says if we judge ourselves we will not be judged but how can a man who does not have light judge himself he cannot judge himself please anywhere you are please let the devil be put to shame cry to the Lord the word has come to you you cannot continue you cannot continue like this I beg you today is a day that men and women the people will be born of God I'm still waiting for somebody please I don't want you to confuse this it's not those of us that are in front talk to the Lord say I want to be born of you I want you to do a work inside of me inside of me the songwriter sang and says i want to be like jesus in my life inside 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 i just don't want to speak christianese i don't just want to behave in a particular way i want when there is nobody when i'm locked up in the place where there is nobody i want to be a child of god because that is what i am born to be oh lord help me Oh Lord help me I, I'm still waiting for somebody Please I beg you Don't let pride Pride is of the devil Remember Lord Jesus Christ He said he did not consider robbery to be equal with God But made himself of no reputation Being found in appearance as a man He humbled himself To the suffering of slave And died And came to the point of death he did all of that he didn't have to i'm begging you brother i'm begging you sister today determine that you will no longer struggle let me tell you it is possible we we, we, we fear of sounding sounding i don't know which word to use but it is possible for a man to get born again and all things will pass away it is possible it is possible i know who i used to be I know what I used to do but when Jesus touched my heart when he came into my heart he changed what I wanted sometimes I may make mistakes but my wanter has been changed I just want to please him I just want to honor him I just want to glorify him my body is now in his temple my voice is for his praise can you say after me, Lord Jesus? I come to you today. Do in me the work of eternal life. Take away my heart of stone. Give me the heart of flesh. Make me your child from the innermost of my being change me make me your very own you said those who believed in you you gave them the power to become I received the power this morning to become 
a child of the Most High God. I am born of God. I am born again. My past is forgiven. My future is glorious. I'm an overcomer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I can do all things now through Christ who strengthens me. I am born again. Glory to Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ikenaokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.